0: You're listening to The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. In every episode, we will discuss the topics and trends, the issues and ideas, the challenges and opportunities facing senior business leaders today. This series is one more way we want to engage with our network of industry executives. Thanks for joining us. Hello again, everyone. You're joining us for another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint Podcast Series, my name is Jeff Nix, I'm head of content and research. My guest today is Tom Hood of AICPA and CIMA. We're going to be having a conversation about the tech-enabled CFO uh, empowered by generative AI to do more than ever before. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I always enjoy chatting with Tom. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Oh, it's great to be here again, Jeff.
0: Why don't we start off by talking about how AI, CPA, and SEMA is trying to help its members stay ahead of the curve, especially when it comes to emerging technologies like generative AI?
1: Yeah. I mean, first of all, just think it's only been a year since Gen AI popped onto the scene in a big way. And from there, everybody's trying to figure out what's it all mean. So early on, we decided that we better start getting our hands around it, both for our public accounting members, the CPA side primarily in the, in the US and beyond. And then the CEMA or the CGMA side is our management accounting or corporate. So obviously that's why we're here at NAFS because of all the corporate folks. But effectively, what happened with us is we had this future finance leadership group that we convened, um, about 50 large public company CFOs. And in July this past year, we had an in-person meeting in our office's Raleigh-Durham. And suddenly, Gen AI was a major topic of discussion. So that was our early warning signal. It was like, we got to do something. So we quickly started pivoting and working with our CPA.com group, who created a symposium that we just had in January. We built it into our summit, and then we got here and ran a Gen AI panel with you guys. So we can talk a little bit about what all this means, because now we've had several instances where we've been able to really discuss it, talk about it, get feedback from a whole bunch of CFOs, and we can kind of talk about those results.
0: All right. Well, I'd love to get into that. And I think maybe at the top, I'll just add, I know finance is a space that they've been using some autonomous software for a long time. So generative AI isn't a totally novel or foreign concept. It's more, how ease of use is this going to be? How exciting? How empowering? Um, I would love to hear what you're hearing from your people.
1: Yeah. And then and I got to say, you've had uh, several sessions at this conference in NAICS 24, has been, have been around Gen AI and what's going on in the finance office. And so what we're learning is that those CFOs are telling us exactly what our CFOs are telling us. It's all the same theme. And as of our panel yesterday, the, uh, the message was clear we got to get moving. So in the audience, I think there was about 20% that were just getting started, about 10%, not even 10%, five, six, seven percent that said we're not even started yet. And then another batch were spread out among working on it and some at the scaling and really moving it point. So it's it's kind of a big spectrum right now of adoption of Gen AI and finance. But the really interesting point, which I really love, is that in many cases, finance is leading the whole enterprise gen AI strategy. Yes, they're connected to IT and, and legal and governance, and they've got a cross you know functional group, but usually it's finance leading it. And I think I know why. Why would that be? Data. Right? Finance is basically the custodian of all the major data sources inside a, a company. And so they are probably best positioned if they're capable of doing that. And that was pretty cool. And then you're, you had the Microsoft CFO of the Americas talk yesterday. Obviously, co-pilot, massive thing, transforming finance. And one of the things he said that I think really sticks out with all the other feedback we've got is he said, Gen AI is not a technology play, it's a people play. And by people, he means productivity play. That's where we're starting to see this, a lot of these use cases, which is pretty cool.
0: I uh, I had a conversation earlier where someone was saying, you know, the traditional finance executive was doing sort of 80% data collection and maybe 20% analysis. And maybe generative AI is going to flip that on its head where it's, you know, okay, someone else is doing, you know, the mundane task of data collection and input and maybe a little bit of, you know, number crunching to red flag things. Now you've got 80% of your time to actually take action on that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's the exciting part of this. I mean, I would argue that we've been talking about this flipping from 20 you know, 20% analytics and, and giving this story to the company 80% data collection to flip to that 80-20 for probably 15-20 years. Mm. And it's like now it's finally here and it's coming fast. So I think if you look at all the... First of all, the cloud moved us exponentially toward that direction. I think COVID accelerated a lot of those transformations. And now we're seeing ChatGPT adding extra fuel to that whole acceleration. So I really think we're now at the phase where the future is here. That means we are gonna be able to get to that autonomous finance. I think Gartner predicts we'll have it within three to five years. And of course that'll vary, but the fact is it's capable now. And Gen.AI just adds to that point. Everything from anomaly detection, to helping synthesize and summarize data, to really helping report on it and make make good communications and storytelling about the data. So you, you think of all those things that often take a lot of time and gen ai is like supercharging those use cases which that's exciting mm-hmm.
0: well why don't we take a second to talk about AI, CPA, and CIMA? Because I know it's a, an organization that serves its members. This is something that is going to be relevant now and even more relevant in those three to five years where there's going to be an expectation. People already know how this works. What is your organization doing to help its members get ready?
1: So right now, a couple of things. First of all, we're trying to get our arms around. Us. So we have an internal team. We're actually deploying Gen AI in our learning programs, Gen AI in a lot of our what we do with committees and things like that. But we're also on a major awareness piece. So we just hosted a GenAI symposium with our CPA.com subsidiary. Kind of they lead the way in the whole tech early, earlier phase of technology, blockchain, ESG, um, obviously GenAI. And in that symposium, we brought regulators, big firms, big corporates together, kind of the community, to talk about what they see and where it's going. So we're staying on top of the regulatory side because some of that will impact our members. We're trying to start major communications and building it into all of our conference planning and things like that. We're also curating good learning tools. So we've got learning for finance teams to actually teach them hands-on how to get around this Gen AI. We created a big Gen AI toolkit which uh, maybe we can, I'll send you a link and we can put it in the show notes. So we're beginning to really get our arms around educating members, which is a big part of what we do, and then helping them figure out adoption and use cases.
0: I think we've established it's a really exciting time. I wonder if we can get into maybe a few specifics about what this tool is actually going to offer to the CFO and the finance office.
1: Cool. Well, so one of the things we did, Jeff, here, was we had a panel on your main stage about the tech-enabled Gen AI CFO, right? So what does it mean? And we had two CFOs that are on our future finance group, Claire Branley from Teradata and uh, Rachel Crum from Insight, both public company CFOs who were early adopters. So they're all, they actually started it about a year ago and had some really kind of exciting use cases. But more importantly, we'll talk about what we did when we polled your audience and found out kind of where they were in the journey. So a couple of these are on our whole journey of communication and, and getting feedback from members and really trying to get deep into what people are thinking about. So here's a couple of the, the use cases. So they're, they're certainly using it as a productivity tool. One of the crazy things I've heard about Copilot. So Copilot, first of all, will give you a ring fence around your company data because that's what every CFO is worried about. I'm not just going to go out on chat GPT or GPT-4 because it's going to go to the world. So you need to either get a private instance, which in, in, uh, Rachel's case, Insight, they did a, a Shark Tank thing and basically hosted a um, best ideas thing and they had something like 70 ideas come from their group and all of them were found to be viable. So then they invested, and this is not like a lot, not a lot of money. They, they put $180,000 up and they created a way to actually track the tokens of when they were using ChatGPT, private instance, so that they could figure out the cost of benefit of everything they were doing wow it, it's mind-blowing right and they're in a, in, into it for about a year but i thought that was a fascinating use case and they're using it for everything from summarizing their uh quarterly filings and helping them give a, a good first cut of a summary or or synthesis of all that they're doing it for data analytics um, they're doing it for lots of internal pieces but here's another cool use using microsoft copilot literally the transcription Will actually, with ChatGPT enabled, it will summarize the meeting results. It will talk about what the to-dos and actions are, and it will schedule the meetings with for the follow-up from the group. It's like having a project manager on every internal team. Wow, that's so like so. Those are the a lot of times we're not thinking. We're thinking finance, data analytics, and all that. Actually, there's all kinds of productivity inside your teams that you can unlock with this tool. So I think there's You really have to start looking at all those use cases. Again, everything from creating your filings to doing board reports and summaries, obviously all in a private instance, but those are things that it's supercharged for and is a great thing to do.
0: Well, I mean, those two examples right there are already things that I want to learn more about. Yeah. Um, Okay. So why don't we talk a little bit about the future in terms of educating, because I know that's a big part of what your organization does. What are the sort of plans to put in place? So three to five years, all of your members are where they need to be.
1: So lots of things. So lots of educational programs and courses, which we can bring to finance teams and corporates um, as well as our conferences and those kind of things. We're building Gen AI into all of our learning products, so it's helping us maximize learning capabilities when you're actually taking courses from us. Our CGMA curriculum, the chartered global management accountant, will be building Gen AI in the next series, which will be in about a year. So we're building that as a use case inside the certificate program. Um, and then more importantly, what we're learning when we poll the audience. So like right out here, we said, what's the implications of all of this? So when they said, okay, what are the big issues that we have to deal with? The number one issue that came out of our both of our workshops was the need for new skills. And what are those skills? So we also have been doing research about that. So we actually put a poll out. We call it the T-shaped professional. And uh, it's a basically putting a big boundary-crossing set of skills on top of the finance, deep technical analysis, right? Finance and accounting, data analytics, that we have to have that, table stakes. But we start to add on things like strategic thinking, collaboration, synthesizing, and telling the story with the data. Those are all, agility is another one. But as we started to talk about this, the number one issue that the CFOs here are saying, need for new skills, number one issue. That surprised us, because that's usually not number one. But digital transformation and gen AI were in like number two and number three. So they're all related. So the message here is, this is more about people, just like the Microsoft CFO said. And what we have to do in finance is begin to give our people the right skills. And our research would say, you wanna give them the right skills before you deploy the technology, not afterwards.
0: Makes sense to me. Yeah, um, I, I can appreciate CPA and CIMA is a global organization. Its presence in North America is growing. Let's talk a little bit about, there might be people who are listening to this and saying, you know, my organization doesn't have membership in this yet. What does getting involved look like? How do you get started? And, and what are some of the benefits?
1: So a couple things. You don't have to be a member to get involved and learn some of this stuff. We're, we're promoting a lot of it on our website. We're also pushing it on, in my LinkedIn channel. So I'm a LinkedIn author. So you can follow me, Tom Hood, on LinkedIn, and you'll get a lot of those updates um, and, and you could also reach out to us. We work with companies because you chances are you're employing CPAs and CJMAs and finance professionals. So if you're employing them, then you might want to at least reach out to us to say, what do you have that you could help us with learning? We have a brand new apprenticeship, the first apprenticeship for finance and accounting in North America with the U.S. Department of Labor. It's only about a year old. But that's helping people kind of really do a earn and learn model for bringing people along on a Chartered Global Management Accountant Certificate Program. So lots of ways of doing it. And again, you don't have to be a member, although we'd love you to be. Um, But yeah, that's where we would go. So you can reach out to me. I'm in charge of Americas. And then we can figure out how to help support whatever you're trying to do there.
0: Well, I I think that's terrific, Tom. I know we have covered uh, quite a lot of ground in this space. If there were a couple things that you wanted to highlight for people and have them think about a little further,
1: what would those be? So I think that the key message here for all finance and accounting executives, would be Gen AI is here and it's time to get started. So don't delay. Keep in mind, it's a people thing, not a technology thing. So work on your people, the mindset there. Yes, you can be cautious. You can be careful with how the data is moving and all that, but you got to get going. The second piece is begin to think about upskilling your people ahead of bringing all this technology in. So we know what those skills are, right? Strategic and critical thinking, being able to do communication and storytelling, collaboration so you can work across the organization. Those are the pieces we can help with. But that's clearly what you want to be starting with. So I think the message here is for finance, it's a huge opportunity, and it's right now, and it's moving very fast.
0: All right. Well. I guess it just leaves me to say, I know there are people who are listening to this who want to learn more, maybe ask a few questions. You've already mentioned earlier some of the ways they can get in touch, but you know what are the best uh, resources available to them that they should take after listening to this and, and follow through on?
1: So first of all, we have our website, AICPA-SEMA.com. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Tom Hood. Look on LinkedIn, you'll get me and then connect and I'll send, be glad to send you stuff there. Uh, those are the two biggest ways I'm on Twitter also as at Tom Hood or X now, I guess we call it. so those are some great ways of doing it. We'll be more than happy to send you our Gen AI toolkit or some of the other white papers we're producing as we move this along. But stay tuned because we're going to stay we're going to try to stay on top of all this as as much as we possibly can to the benefit of all of our members. For sure.
0: Well, I want to encourage everyone who has been listening to this. uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing Tom, oh, three or four years now. It's always great chatting with him. And, uh, you know, he is a great follow on LinkedIn. He's got a lot of uh, content that comes out all the time. He he stays very on top of things. I think you've got something like (laughs) 700,000 followers. So he actually has a mandate to communicate to all these professionals look them up on LinkedIn, check their website. Uh, In the meantime, it's just left for me to say, Tom, this is a pleasure as always.
1: Jeff, as always, it's been great to be here with you.
0: (laughs) You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.